Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to welcome Ashley Lemieux at Ashley K. Lemieux on Instagram. And she's the author of Born to Shine, host of I Am podcast, and releasing a new book May 4th, I Am Here, The Journey from Fear to Freedom. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you. Well, thanks for being here. What is your question for me today? Okay, so my question is, um, how do I maintain my peace on social media when there's so much constant feedback about who I am and about what I should be doing? Mm. How do I help manage my anxiety in that space? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so being a public personality is a, a lot of pressure. It's like you're in a relationship with half a million people regularly, right? True. It's like, that's a lot of pressure. So I just want to validate that. Like that, You're telling me that's where the pressure comes the pressure from. Comes from. <laughs> yeah. And just like, just like any other relationship, it's not all about you and what you want, or it's not all about them and what they think. It's kind of the space between, right? So it sounds like sometimes the feedback you're getting feels overwhelming. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah that's very accurate because I've, even if it's even if it's great and supportive feedback, there's still a lot of feedback all the time mm-hmm. around anything that I'm doing. And so I find myself when I'm just living my life and I'm, I'm sharing it, which I love to do. And I love connecting. It's not that I don't love connecting. I yeah. love connecting with the women online uh, in my audience. It's, it gives me so much fuel every day, but I also know that everything I do, whether it's a good opinion or a bad opinion, there's going to be opinions about it. And I, mm-hmm. I deeply feel that as I'm living my daily life. So then getting the feedback on that can be very overwhelming. Yeah. So tell me more about the overwhelm. What does that feel like for you? How do you experience it? Sometimes it feels like someone's put my hand into electric, an electrical outlet. And Mm -hmm. it's all of this, all, all of this feeling, all this emotion that comes at the same time, because so much is coming at me that if the overwhelm feels like this whole body experience that sometimes it's hard to put into words, but I, Mm. I deeply feel other people. And so I carry that with me and that's not anyone's fault. Me learning to release that I feel like is a a huge piece of this, but um, that's what it feels like. It feels like sticking my hand into an electrical outlet sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to suggest that you think about it differently. Okay. So the feedback is not about you. It's about the post. It's about the image. It's about the, the authentic expression of you. So your books are authentic expressions. 
your posts, your videos are authentic expressions of you, but they're not you. And what people are reacting to is the expression, not you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And this is what I, this is how I frame it for myself and what has worked for me. And I don't have the near the impact that you have is to see like the criticism or the praise is about this thing, this image, this idea. It's not personal. Yeah. Even though it feels personal sometimes or it's made personal, but it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with me, but it's the, the expression, the the idea, the expression. Right. And so if you, if you kind of disidentify, even though it's, you know, people follow you, Ashley, because you're authentic, because it is an authentic expression. But remember that the reaction is to that expression, not you. And so then it kind of creates more distance, more healthy distance for you to go, huh, well, that's an interesting reaction to that expression. Do I want to accept that or not? Because it's this thing outside of me. It's not inside of me. It's outside of me. And you get to be the gatekeeper of what you take into your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I see your wheels turning. (laughs) I know they're turning. There's been, there's been many times. uh, I mean, I love therapy. I'm a believer in therapy. Obviously you are too. So I, (laughs) I, I do therapy often. I have it twice this week, in fact. And so this is something that I, that I talk about to get help with, um, Mm -hmm. but not in this particular way. Mm -hmm. So I love how you just uh, phrase that. For me, something else that I keep thinking about is sometimes, and and it might be for all of us too, maybe it's just me, I don't know. But when I get on my phone to do a a post or an interaction or share something, part of I think the fear that I get or the anxiety and overwhelm I get is not knowing what I'm about to open up to, not knowing Mm -hmm. what might be waiting for me in the app, not knowing what DMs or what people might be there. They could be there, they could be not. But part Mm -hmm. I think of my anxiety surrounding it now that you're, you just painted it so great in the way that you um, allowed me to picture it is a lot of times I think the fear of not knowing what's coming for me causes me to get really just like full body clench, just waiting. Yeah. Like, am I, am I embracing a punch in the face right now? Or am I embracing a hug and not knowing is um, that can be really hard sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if you, if you take kind of what we were talking about before and think it's not coming for you, like it goes through you. It impacts you. So I don't want to minimize that because believe me, I understand. I get a lot of pushback. And yeah, I know you do too. <laughs> like, I get it. And, and it, it impacts you, but they're not coming for you. They're, they're responding to this expression of you. And so in my own experience, I can go, Oh, huh, that's interesting. I wonder why that, that was such a trigger for them. Wow. And sometimes I, op- you know, I open up social media and I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that was even controversial. Like, it never <laughs> occurred to me, you know, <laughs> or, oh, I missed something. But yeah, again, it's, it's an expression. It's not you. That makes sense. That resonates with me. And the less you personalize it, 
They're not coming for you or, or loving you. They're responding to the expression of you. So then are there things that I can do that help me, you know, have this train of thought as I'm mm-hmm. going online? Because sometimes I, I do, sometimes I get so tired of, of just trying to just protect myself, like yeah. my person, mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to create the things that I want to create. Or I mean, there's some days where I, I need to disappear off- offline for several days at a time because yeah. it gets so overwhelming and I'm constantly trying to have a different mentality about it that it gets in the way of me being able to create or make those expressions because I'm so tired trying to like, be okay with the other thing, you know, that I can't do the things that I really love. Right. So I don't know. Are there things that I can do to help? Like, is it a matter of feeling safer when you're online? Is it a matter of, I don't know, like what? Like, well, how do you do that? Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head around. So all how, of it right how can you put some buffers in? Like, do you, do you have someone who could pre-read your DMS or do you have like, do you have, I don't know what kind of a team you have or, or what, but is there some way that you can create some buffers? So it's not yeah. you just going into this, whoa, I have no idea. Somebody who could maybe prepare you like, okay, there's been some, some mixed reactions to your post today. Here's some highlights to let you kind of know where people are, but you're not the one reading, you know, 500 DMs about it. <laughs> Cause that's just yeah. exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. yeah. yeah. So think okay. about what, what you can build in. And that may just be you setting aside a specific amount of time each day and then turning it off. Like I'm going to check my DMS from noon to one and then I'm turning it off and not just be constantly getting that feedback because that's just, that's emotionally exhausting. And yeah. physically exhausting. As we're talking about this in my mind, I feel like perhaps this experience on social is a reaction to things that have happened in the past that had nothing to do. Okay, say more. Media. This is good. Yeah. Okay, so for example, here's where I think it really started for me now as we're talking about this. So we were parents for four years to our two kids who we had permanent guardianship of mm-hmm. and all of us thought we'd be a family forever. Yeah. Um, but then there was a very unexpected contested adoption. Mm. It came in the mail. It, it came, mm. it came like, so then going to the mail because I never knew what was going to be waiting for me in the mail. And then other mm. people, because whenever you're in court, you have people show up at your door uninvited yeah. and unannounced to serve you paperwork. So then there were many times where there were people who I did not want on my front door mm-hmm. waiting for me at my front door. My, our home what used to be our safe place. We ended up having to move because it just felt so violated after all of that. Mm-hmm. And so as we're talking about this, I think that that's what social media feels like for me because of that fear in the past in my safe, happy place where, I mean, it resulted in us losing our kids mm. Oh, and so there's a lot of fear surrounding things that, well, I don't know what's coming. And is it going to, am I, am I going to be okay? Am I going to be safe? That's what it feels like on social media, even though they're separate things. Yeah. I, I'm noticing it's actually that same emotion that I've carried over to social. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you're describing might be a trauma response. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're, you, you've been through this traumatic loss and process and I mean, lost your children. Like that's your worst nightmare, I'm sure. And, and that happened. And so who's to, you know, it kind of taught you like the worst things can actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so no wonder you approach other things like, well, the worst thing is going to happen to me today when I open this up, because that's the trauma. You learned that through going through this trauma. It's really insightful. That's it. That's the, that's the triggering that that's the trigger. That's the trauma response. Yeah. And that's probably why I get so tired. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you're bracing for something. Yes. And there is nothing that could happen online that could be as traumatic as what you've already lived through and you survived Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So that's the good news. Is that the good news? (laughs) That is right. There's nothing can compare to that with strangers on like, I mean, they can be mean to you, but that's nothing compared to what you've already been through. Right. So I want you to think about like how resilient you are and how you've already gotten through the hardest thing a woman and mother can go through. You've already been through that. So maybe you don't need to be so afraid of what's waiting because it's just might be a nasty DM, you know, (laughs) might be, you know. Yeah, no, that's right. I, in my mind, I need to, I think, work on separating those two things because it's not the same experience, but the, if the trauma is carrying over into the response, then it will feel like it is. The emotion is the, the same thing, right? It's, that's what makes it familiar. It's the emotion. emotion yeah okay yeah Yeah, that's good good stuff that's good thank you (laughs) you're welcome another thought that I wanted to share is I have found something to be really helpful when I get mean messages is to use that as an exercise in empathy to think what must the world be like from that like living with that much fear or that much pain, or that much resentment, and really try to take someone else's perspective. And what I found is that I can feel really compassionate toward people who are really mean. Yeah, that's something that I I, I try to think about. It something that I say in my mind is like how sad or how whatever that that this is the amount of pain that mm-hmm. you're in. And yeah, when I can acknowledge that, it helps me. And then I also end it because I for me, it's important that I close that energy suck. Like I close yeah. that loop. And so, so then I, I say either in my mind, or if it's really bad, I will say it out loud. I, I'll say, peace be with you as you go on your way, but mm, love it. whatever they're looking for, isn't going to be found in what, what I'm giving. And so right. that helps me close kind of that connection. Um, I love that. I'm going to incorporate that into my practice. Yeah, because it's like peace be with you on your way. Yeah, peace yeah. be with you, but it's just not <laughs> something you're going to find here. It, yeah, it seems like so. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's I just need to get maybe maybe I just need to put that statement <laughs> in my <laughs> office. So when I come in, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. Here's my thing. Yeah, um, I'm prepared to get in 
to the DMs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anything else about this kind of input and anxiety that you want to go over? Yeah. I mean, probably if I, (laughs) we could probably unpack this for the rest of uh, (laughs) the rest of the day. Right. Do you feel like you, you got what you needed from our conversation? Yeah, I do. I, I feel like you really helped me um, figure out this connection that I didn't even realize was there emotionally mm. that has bridged between two very separate experiences that that um, it doesn't need to be there mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. That's it's wonderful. not the reality of what's happening now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today, Ashley. Thank you for having me and talking to me and teaching me. Oh, it's, it's been <laughs> the delightful. Greatest, like, it's like a therapy session. <laughs> so you had three therapy sessions this week? <laughs> I have three therapy sessions. This is great. It's a busy <laughs> week for you. you. <laughs> I know. I got a lot of processing to do, I guess. <laughs> well, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please consider reviewing and rating it on Apple Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.